Hi everybody, welcome back to Sports is Suffering. I actually recorded an episode before this one, but it's not up yet. I'm still having a little bit of uh, trouble with getting the audio from my previous from my previous guest. She's busy, but uh, so I forgive her. But I'm recording another episode right now, riding the high off of the um, uh, No Cartridge audio podcast. So my guest today is Mitch, and we're going to talk probably a lot about hockey. Yep, probably. Yeah, so uh, you uh, we actually met in a, uh, or he came to me about this in a uh, Twitch chat for uh, Stefan's, <laughs> uh, the Stefan, Rob, and Jesse for our uh, Twitch chat. Uh, so might as well, you know, I got some other people, uh, I might as well fill up some, uh, Fill up the guest list, you know? Yeah, it's it's a running bit I do uh, on Twitter, which is just, you know, have me on your podcast. And you are the yeah, first. Yeah, why not, you know? Yeah, you're the have first you ever, one. Has you had any, have you had any other success? No, no, you're the first one. You're the first one to fall for oh, it. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, fall for <laughs> Oh, you know what? Might as well make the, might as well make the most of it. Um, anyway, so you're, you said you're a uh, Red Wings fan. Yes, a Red Wings fan, um, a Tigers fan. And that's, you know, we had a little glimmer of, of hope there. Uh, so that's not great. Yeah. That's not fun. Yeah, no, the Tigers, ha- the Tigers had a great run. I mean, like, Dombrows- I Dombrowski is... Uh, An 84. A, a, well, I mean, I mean, like, it's still... Well, I mean, you should have won, like, a World Series. That was, like, the, the one against the Cardinals was terrible because, like, they just errored themselves out of oh, the yeah. title. And uh, 06 was... Um... Maglio Ordonez, remember him? That's a name. Yes. Los Guillen, and Verlander was young, and that was mm-hmm. a really yep. that was a really kind of a magical time because the Tigers were horrible my entire life up until that yep. point. Especially three years before. Yeah. Oh man, that hundred loss season was uh, really bad. That was like almost sixty two Mets worthy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I remember. Um, I was a kid then. I remember just how angry my dad was when they lost their hundredth oh, game. Oh yeah. Yes, it was. Oh, nuts, okay. yeah. yeah, no, and they almost. Yeah, no, they 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 were like going into the last series about to break the sixty-two minutes <laughs> record. They were that friggin' bad, but like credit to Dombrowski, he did he did a good job of building them back up yeah. and almost winning and getting the two yeah. World Series. But yeah, no, they're. Uh, uh, I, they're surprisingly, well, I'm sure they'll regress, but, like, they're surprisingly not the worst team in the league right now. Then, granted, there's a lot of competition. There's a lot of tanking this year. It's crazy. Like, like there could be how many hundred lost teams? Like, five or six oh, on one hand, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's like the Orioles, yeah, like the Orioles, the Marlins, the Reds, at least one in the Central. At least, I don't know. It, it's, it, and like, it's, at least with the Orioles, they were... Not, tr- uh, not trying to lose. Well, everyone just kind of sees um, the old, you know, Astros method, and everyone just wants to tear it down and do it. And we're seeing that happen oh, in yeah, other sports and the too. Cubs, yeah. Well, the... yeah, I don't, I don't trust some of these teams though. Well, you got to get lucky. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, that's very true. Because you know, you can't. The best example it, it, it... is the NHL with the Oilers. Because they oh, had yeah. how many first overall picks or very early picks and just guys that just didn't four. pan out? They had four number one picks. Yeah, and they only they well, I mean, I don't want to say they struck out on the first one because they I only mean, well they struck out by trading him away. They only really struck out benefit. on Yakupov. 
Yakupov yeah. and Nugent Hopkins. Well, that was also the uh, number one consensus pick. And hindsight is twenty yeah. twenty, but they should have got. There was like some great defensemen in that draft, mm-hmm. and the only one that they wanted to trade for later was Griffin Reinhardt. <laughs> there was like they could have had like Lindholm or Truba. Yeah, both and great nope. defensemen in other yes. in opposite ends. You know, uh, Lindholm's just a great you know uh, outlet pass kind of guy, and Truba's oh, just yeah. kind of more of that classic bruising kind of guy, but who can still really skate. So that's awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Every team needs one of them. But, like, yeah, no, the Oilers were... And, like, the Sabres also have been terrible in well, the Sabres have... a lot of ways, even though, even though they uh, tanked. They're the opposite, and... right? Because, you know, they had two wins. Eichel's really good. But I think it was... Uh, was that the uh, Reinhardt, Sam Reinhardt year? Or no, he might have been. I'm he might have been a little sure. bit later. He might have been a little bit later in the sure. in the draft, but like he was one of their high picks and stuff like that. And just they, none, nothing's panning out for them. It's really yeah. Tough no, run. I well, it's like and also their defense is fucking awful. Oh well, um, sure. but like they're gonna get. They're definitely get. Like this is the team that needed uh, uh, Darlene more yeah. than anybody else. Oh yeah. And just anything to sell, just anything to be happy about, because, uh, yeah, no, they've been. If it weren't for the Hurricanes, I think they might have the uh, longest playoff drought. It feels like it. They're up there. Um, yeah, yeah. It's it's. I think it's Buffalo and Hurricanes. Yeah, and it seemed like the Hurricanes were going to do it. They didn't. Uh, yeah. Well, they got killed by goaltending. Oh yeah, no, yeah. The, the Scott. Uh, as uh, somebody Scott Darling I've seen somewhere calling Scar- Scott uh, Darvidge uh, Fire. Yeah. No, Darvidge Fire. Oh, there we go, yes. Some people call him. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, and Cam Ward was actually the better goaltender that year. Well, it seemed like all the way through, um, whenever they had uh, Cam Ward in the net, it seemed like they had to work a mm-hmm. lot harder. <laughs> you oh, know? yeah, no, but like, because, well, yeah, because, but like Scott <laughs> Darling would regular was always almost always terrible. I think one game against the Devils was like his best game of the yeah. year and they still lost. Well, it just seems like Carolina is just a goaltending graveyard. Like you have Yeah, decent... oh yeah, it's like yeah. it's like Philadelphia. Oh yeah. Yeah, them in Philadelphia as well. Yeah. And it's kind of it kind of warms my heart seeing uh Mrazek just kind of uh just kind of fall apart for Philly. Oh yeah, no. He was always I think the thing was he was always pretty inconsistent, and they just needed a goaltender, yeah. an NHL level goaltender, immediately yeah. after one of after uh, both of their starters went down. So, uh, what did they get him for? Oh man, a uh, couple of weird conditional picks. I don't know off the top of oh. my head, but I know it's gonna be like a second or a third, along with a later yeah. round pick as well this year. Not bad. Um, yeah. But I mean, like, yeah, no, they they weren't fleece. No, but not like the Tatar trade. But um, oh yeah, no, yeah, but it just seems like he was at an all time high, um, a couple years ago. Like I heard people talking about him as like a late season Vesna sleeper when he had that one oh, season. Well, yeah. I think it was the last playoff season for the Red Wings, uh, where he just stood on his head for the second half of the season. Um, then they expose him in the in the uh, expansion draft. 
And mm-hmm. Twitter was lit on fire that day uh, in Red Wings land because they thought, oh, Howard's going to be the guy exposed. Mrazic's the guy of the future. We think he's okay. He can be good. And then he just kind of falls apart from there on out. And I don't know if it's a chicken or the egg thing where, like, the exposure kind of shows that the, the team doesn't have uh, faith in him. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. We don't know. But, um, know. Yeah. yeah, sports is suffering. Sports is very, yes. very much so. As I speak, like Vegas is winning, and I don't like that team at all. As I've talked about, one thing I, I think the one thing is, um, I didn't get, I didn't. I, last episode I uh, put up was before I actually saw them play. Vegas is a low key. Nobody talks about this. They are fucking dirty. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's like well, they and they know they can get away with it. It feels like it. Yeah. Well, they have like Derek England and a lot of like lower level guys that were lower on other teams that could kind of, you know, they were kind of the, the hit shot guys, you know, uh, like Belmar yeah. had some, had some risky stuff there. Um, James Neal had some suspensions in his career. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Derek England, of course. So, was, you know, they're guys who can get behind, but they're, you know, some of them are not of the best it- reputation. I I noticed I was reading like well I mean you're not hearing that it's like I don't I don't hear any of these hockey commentator people like talking about that even though they should it's like they're like Anaheim or Boston level dirty and they get I so when I saw them like they got away with a blatant trip on Hall mm-hmm. they got away with a blatant interference and I think Coleman and there were like those were the two that I remembered the most yeah. but I remember them getting away with like at least three more Uh, and like possibly next season they're not going to get the referee honeymoon well at least i fucking hope not next season has got to be a big regression year for everything because i don't know i don't know i really don't know Uh, (laughs) i don't know william carlson shot 20 percent like, Doesn't it, because he has all those high cha- all those high chance shots. Sure, you could you could shoot twelve percent and say, oh, high chance shots. Sure, twenty percent. There's no one that. I don't know, man. I'm starting to think there might be like some funny business. I used to think Bettman was too incompetent to rig the league, but I don't know. No, well, the way the, the seeing that seeing some seeing like how defenses just completely fucking part for their fast breaks. I'm not so in the referees, of course. I'm not so sure. <laughs> well, I'll give a I'll give a Red Wings example here, which was uh, Dylan uh-huh. Larkin's first season. He played a lot like uh, how Vegas is playing now, which is streaking up the middle, uh, you know, just beating them right out, and and defenses just couldn't adjust to that that well. His second season, he hit a huge sophomore slump and just kind of hit a wall. And I feel like defenses are going to adjust to that. Next year, uh, I'm not sure. I it, the the way I I really have no idea. I I have my doubts because I'm just a very pessimistic person in general. Sure, I just think they're there to stay, and like we'll be full the like they they won't stop fucking talking about them and waxing Bill Foley's giant fucking flag draped <laughs> ego. I nobody talks about that. There was no Greg Wyshynski whining column for the, for the, for him saying that he'd bench anyone who protests the flag like there was for PK Subban <laughs> and he still won't shut the fuck up about them. I like Greg, but like he needs to be he on a leash a little. He, he he can yeah, no. Yeah. He's I love him. I love oh, yeah. him to be on this podcast. Yeah, I met him. But I met him at the draft. 
Oh, yeah, I cool. went to the oh, Chicago wait, draft were... uh, last uh, last summer. Oh, uh, how was? I heard he can be a little. I don't know, full of himself. But sure, yeah, but he was drunk, so it's like you know, he's fun. <laughs> he's tons of fun. That makes like sense. That, you know, it's great. He's he seems like a fun guy. Oh, absolutely. And it, there, there, he's many things. Fun is one of them. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, he's. Yeah, no, I, I definitely like to have him on my podcast because yeah. I know definitely fellow Devils fans got to stick together. But oh, yeah. like, I guess like the big thing I want to talk about is just the Red Wings in general yeah. and man that's a that's a that's a fire so the thing that's... is is that we lost sight of what this team is during those cup seasons yep we thought oh man we have great management oh man everything's fine here's the thing the red wings are a poorly managed franchise from go to blow basically yeah Except for that 15-year window when they built those Stanley Cup winners, um, oh, even yeah. back to the 50s, Jack Adams was yes. horrible. He would trade anything just for just to make a trade, and oftentimes yeah. they were bad. Uh, he broke up a franchise that you know could be a huge dynasty. He he basically allowed the Montreal Canadiens to be a huge you know dynasty in the late 50s because of the. Um, the labor stuff, the uh, unionizing, union, unionization, oh, yeah. and all that. Um, and you know, repeatedly, you you see the Red Wings giving up great young players for washed up, washed up guys. Um, Andy, yeah. they brought in Andy Bathgate, who uh, was not that good. Uh, it was, he was in the tail end of his guy. career. Uh, they traded away. Shoot, one of those. Um, Bruins, uh, all-time great player. Um, shoot, I don't know off the top of my head. I will look it up. Uh, Adam Oates for Bertie Federko is is textbook, <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh. There's just all that kind of stuff that where they just kind of want to bring in these older players and uh, be loyal. And now recently we see a lot more loyalty. Which is just a oh huge... god yes that's the big problem you're hitting it you that. want to just hit your head against the table because that one uh, off season where you know uh, where they signed I think that was the Nielsen one yeah yeah the the one where they signed Nielsen so that was two years ago uh, it looked mm-hmm. like you know you had Darren Helm leaving which was fine and then like at the eleventh hour right before um you know. Right, right before the the free agency opens up, they sent him for five years. Darren Helm <laughs> yeah. is injury prone and a fast skater. Okay, pushing thirty, he's not going to be a fast skater. He's going to be very yep. injured, and he's going to be a fourth liner at best. Yeah, it's no the, inexplicable. It's, they just yeah no they and they don't have they didn't have enough to sign Athens to see you after just a, after this season so it, what is his status is he's going to be an unrestricted free agent he's next an RFA year, still or? uh he's okay. got a little bit longer um I have faith in Athens to I think yeah he's good he's the kind of guy who can get an odd man rush and and really get some depth scoring for a good team uh he's not on a yeah. good team though they're asking him to nope. do probably a bit too much. And oh, that's absolutely. kind of the issue. Johnny Busick. Johnny Busick. Um, the Red Wings had Johnny Busick. They traded him away for no good reason. Um, and who, is he? who did they trade him to? Boston. And oh, he became... Good. Oh, 
Oh, this was the oh, this was this all time great. Year yes, thing, yes, uh, yes. Yeah, I just looked ah. it up, found it out. Yeah. So I mean, they this has been a poorly managed franchise for almost its entire lifetime. They just had a stretch where they got lucky and smartened up and just spent the spent the lights out of everything. Then and, yeah. Then the seller got kept the Russian around, five. And everything's bad. What yeah. Do you know. No, it's. Wait, who who is this that came around and got things got bad? I forget. I didn't hear you. The old salary cap. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. That that screwed the devils to something fierce too. Except you know, uh, a couple of years ago, you know, the management nudged Lou Lamorello aside and let Ray Shiro do his mm-hmm. thing, and the Red Wings just extended Ken Holland, the guy who fucked uh who couldn't manage his way out of the salary cap era. Mm-hmm. Well, here's uh. the thing. I looked back every single offseason since the salary cap came into existence, and the best offseason Ken Holland had was right after this, the, the lockout, once it went into effect. Mm. So wow. the big thing that plagues the Red Wings is over, overpaying old guys, loyalty to players mm-hmm. that aren't that great, and um, what's the third thing? Uh, oh, yeah, bringing back guys that aren't that good. That's their three uh, things they do. Yeah, bad. no, exactly. Like mm-hmm. Abdul Cater. Yeah. Well, that was a shitty. That was just a shitty contract. But yes, they well, do like to bring back old, old, old loyal soldiers. That's overpaying uh, guys that aren't that good. Bringing back an old player is like the Mikhail Samuelson signing. Uh-huh. Uh huh. After yeah. the 2013 lockout, I think it was, and he was just terrible. He was horrible. Yeah. And why did they yeah, do it? I'd... Because they saw success with him. Years ago, well, he's not the same player he was. And how old was he when that when they thirties, late thirties? Oh, jeez. Yeah, no, yeah, that's he's not a Patrick Marlowe. So. That's the issue. Yeah. <laughs> so looking at the period immediately after the lockout, it looked like they were doing all the right things. Honestly, um, I I looked at their compliance buyouts from '05. They bought out guys that are. They, they they let go guys that fit all those categories. You have um they bought out let me pull it up here. They bought out Ray Whitney. They bought out Darian Hatcher. And they bought out third guy that was what the hell? Where's this? They bought out I think we get you don't yeah. need to you don't need to Go go through that. The, you get the uh, we get the idea. Darren McCarty. <laughs> they bought out Darren McCarty. Oh wow. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because that's that's like the textbook example of a guy that they want to, you know, keep forever because he's a fan favorite. They let go right. big signings and fan favorites. That same season, they brought in uh, the likes of Mikkel Samuelson the first time, who was actually pretty good. <laughs> Surprisingly, okay. not. Uh, they brought in uh, uh, Chris Osgood, who still had some left in the tank, and he actually yes. carried them into the 09 finals. Probably could yep. have won the uh, Conn Smythe if he hadn't uh, done that. Uh, my my old roommate uh, was a Chris Osgood super fan, and he, oh, yeah. uh, oh man, tell me about it. Yeah, he uh, we have a bet for a case of beer if Chris Osgood ever makes a Hall of Fame. Guess what? He's not making it. <laughs> nah, he's he probably won't. No, if Curtis Joseph isn't in, no, then Osgood isn't in. Yeah, and they signed uh, Andreas Lilia, <laughs> who was a good enough bottom guy. But then they let go uh, guys like Curtis Joseph okay. and Matthew Dandino, 
that offseason too. Matthew Dandino was a guy that they drafted, went all the way through with him, and they let him walk, which was like, which is something that they have to do now. Why aren't they doing that now? Yeah. I have no clue. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's a, they're just a very weird team that do remind me of the Devils, also post-lockout, and that, like, they did, they just signed all these loyalty contracts and terrible deals for guys like fucking, and, and also, I don't know, I, it, like, I don't know how the, I guess the Red Wings don't draft particularly well either. So, there's a running, there was a running trope with the Red Wings that they can get those uh, late round steals, right? Because they got, right. um, they had Datsuk and Zetterberg late in the draft, right? Yes. Uh, some miracle, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, they, f- they flubbed those drafts otherwise. I mean, uh, read back to the 2000 draft, the year 2000 draft, which was uh, the, Z- it's the same as the Sedin draft. So look that one up. Uh, right. Oh, no, that was a terrible draft. Zetterberg was a seventh pick. For everyone. And then nothing else for the Red Wings. And and people are saying doom and gloom for the Red Wings then. And then Zetterberg pants out and there you go. So, yeah, yeah, that's really rough. That was just a terrible draft. The Sedin's draft was a terrible draft in general. Oh, it was bad. The, for everybody. The best two the players worst. went to one team. Yes. Yeah. And, then, and, now, and now they're out. And then Zetterberg went to Detroit. And Zetterberg's yep. probably got one year left with the Red Wings. His, his contract is back diving. You know? Oh yes, one the 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 like the Kovalchuk sort of deal. Yep, not as bad as Kovalchuk. <laughs> well, right, no, slightly worse. Yeah, or slightly better than his. Yeah, it's it's going down to half. So like three fifty or three three right. three point five, and then one million next year. He's not playing for a bad team for one million. So it's probably going to be his last year, and that'll be great. Yeah, almost certainly. Yep, and he's he's still one of the Red Wings' best players. It's Jesus, bad. that's yeah. sad. Yeah, no, it's like, and the, I, people, I don't know, I guess Rasmussen, Michael Rasmussen's doing rather, I guess he did pretty well in the Tri-City this year. He's but... an older player in the Western Hockey League. I don't trust the Western oh, yeah. Hockey League at all. Oh, yes, and yes, I've heard. I'm not, particu- I'm not particularly up to speed on the differences and the nuances between all the... Uh, CHL yeah. teams, junior league teams, but like, yeah, no, it, that was like a, a that was a head scratcher when it was announced. Yeah. Certainly, yeah, he's playing against kids with weird ass names. Uh, we were very disappointed when he when we drafted him. Uh, you know, being at the draft for that, that was, mm-hmm. yeah, a bummer. But I mean, when it comes to prospects, I am very very tepid because like they have. A couple of defensemen that might do something, but they might not. I mean, look at Philip Peronek, who's in the World Championships right now for the Czech Republic. He's doing okay, but it's like, I got to see him on, in the NHL. Because, you know, you had Ryan Sproul and Xavier Ouellette, best two examples. They are guys that were very hyped. And where are they now? Xavier Ouellette's our worst defenseman, probably. And Ryan Sproul mm-hmm. got traded for Matt Pumple to the Rangers. <laughs> On a, uh, on a... That's a funny. Joke. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, no. That it's trade like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, and I don't know how he's doing on the Rangers. I, I imagine think he's in Hartford. Just tra- <laughs> uh, yeah, no, yeah. They're, they're he's probably not going to be. A, I actually that name sounds familiar. I think he might have been called up in like the uh, post fire sale. Yeah, probably. Um, I think he was. Yeah, but. Obviously, did not do. Well. Yeah, I love how the Rangers have become just like uh, castaway defensemen for Detroit, where you got Brendan Smith and Ryan Sproul. Oh yeah, yeah. 
Oh, man. oh yeah, no. If the if the yeah, no, it's like the rain, the good defensemen go to the Lightning, and the bad one go bad ones go to Detroit. Yeah. Well, it's like <laughs> it's like yeah, it's like uh, that's one thing that maybe they can do okay, which is trades because they got the Tatar trade, which is a first, a second, and a third in consecutive years. They're gonna get Vegas's yes. first round pick, which is gonna be okay. It's gonna be a late pick, yeah. but it's still a late pick. And then yeah. um, you know, they got a pretty good trade out of Brennan Smith who got waived. He was put on waivers. Yeah. So like sign me up. Yeah, that's okay. But yeah, but, but you got to do something with those draft picks. Yeah. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like Shiro, like what the it's, it's and like, I don't even need to get into some of the devil's most worst ones. Like Joseph, Jacob Joseph. How do you guys feel and, about uh, Saka? Stefan Mateau. Yeah, uh, Zaka. That was that was Shiro's pick, and Zaka's eh, yeah. not great. Like he's but like he's gonna be a mid a mid line guy or like lower line. Yeah, no, he is now. He's like their third line guy. Yeah, and like yeah, and like there's a, they've got other centers in the pipeline. Mike McLeod's gonna be very good, I think. Uh, there's like a Jesper Boquist who's gonna be who like they some thought he was gonna be a first round pick. Mm-hmm. But they got him in like early second. Of course, there's Heisher and like yeah, no, it was like the right move at the time. But of course, you know, as we say, we could have had Warensky or Provorov. You can't play which, that game. You really can't play that game because it's really coin it's true. here. You're just rolling it's the true. dice with every pick. Yeah. Yeah. No. Exactly. Like nobody really. I mean, like nobody really could have seen both of those just being so good, but. I mean, but in any case, they needed a center. They needed, like, any sort of scoring. Yeah. Because <laughs> they had fucking nobody. Now they've got so many. Yeah, they've There's got... There's going to be Joey got... Anderson next year as well. You guys lucked out with Will Butcher. Oh, yeah. No, that, that was incredible. He's, He's good. very good. He's, like, not the best puck-moving defenseman. Uh, still Votnin, but, like... Yeah, because, like, Vot- they, this is a team that lives and dies on Votnin because, like, in Game 5, they were... Terrible. (laughs) I don't know if you saw that. Like, they just could not. It looked like last year's Devils, where they just couldn't get get a clear to save their lives. But, Mm -hmm. like, they couldn't get out of this. It was very. But, yeah, no, he'll he'll improve on that. And, like, yeah, no, they they, they need defensemen in this draft. I don't know. Here it's very deep for defensemen. Oh, yeah. Well, for you, for Will Butcher, for defenseman coming out of NCAA, and we saw this with Danny DeKaiser. You can kind of look at Danny DeKaiser and kind of, you know, right, extrapolate that with Will Butcher. Because he's, what, 23, 24? Yeah, he's, an, he's he, old. He did, he did his, uh, yeah, no, he did his full four years at yep. Denver. College free agents, this is probably the best they are. Like the next right. couple of years, gonna be they're going to be at their peak, and then they're just going to fall off because it's not the same development curve. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, but he'll. I think he'll. I think he'll do fine. I, he's I better than DeKaiser. Be... Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. For sure. Yeah. Well, he won the Hobie, and that's no small exactly. thing. Exactly. Yes. Even though Zach yeah. Aston Reese, who might need his jaw fixed, uh, probably could have won the Hobie that year. Will Butcher still a very good Hobie winner. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Like uh, Aston Reese was the second most sought after college free agent. Oh yeah. Why not? Well, the thing about yes. scorers is that it's kind of tricky you know because mm-hmm. like defensemen still might develop and they could turn into something but with scorers coming out of ncaa they're you're not going right. to get what they got out of ncaa 
ex- well, I mean, it kind of it kind of worked out. It, it kind of worked out well for uh, Kerfoot this year, but that's another case of yeah. he's probably oh he's probably going to regress. But at the same time, he had like a ridiculously high shooting percentage at Harvard in the senior mm-hmm. year. Had a ridiculously high shooting percentage and with the ads this year. So who knows? You know, who's to say? We'll have to see. Yeah. But he, that was. I felt he was going to be much more of a playmaking center than somebody who was like yeah, who would score a lot. But and I I heard his shots not that good. But you know what? Who knows? And I, I'm glad it worked out well for. Yeah, no, and I'm glad they got. I'm glad it worked out well for both of us this year. Even though McKinnon stole the stole the thunder for them. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be really interesting to see how the heart works out. You're you're obviously saying Taylor Hall should win the heart. I. It's going to be close, man. I know. I don't know. It's 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 a a I think it's coin flip between Hall and McKinnon. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, 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 they're very similar. I think Kopitar is there for the same reason. They go all three of them carried their teams to the playoffs. Yeah, but Kopitar didn't, you know, turn last place teams around. Which That's is, true, but yeah. he also did have like a. It was also a lud- ridiculous gap between him and the next scorer yeah. on and, the Kings. And you can look That's at why he's in. And you can point at Dustin Brown's kind of revival and kind of attribute yeah. that to Kopitar. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know the 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 Hart Trophy debates. It's been debated to death. Oh yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Thank God yeah, the finalists so- got announced and McDavid's not on it. Yeah. Or else our, you know. I, or else our I, I, Greg I, would just lose it oh yeah he, that i like i did i did yeah another case of him being a little infuriating is like his straw man does, argument against Connor mcdavid he doesn't he's like saying people are saying he should be his finalist for the heart trophy nobody's saying that he every season he Nobody picks a fight that. with a fan base and sometimes uh, too he's a yeah he's a he's a weird fella yeah. i've just loved what i did love when uh he was. I think he was trashing. Uh, no, he wasn't trashing John Hines. He was saying he should be, shouldn't be coached anymore. And then, like, uh, I guess there was like some Canadian special forces guy was who was, I guess, his PR person. Hines's PR person. Oh yeah, yeah. that was Cause, hilarious. Because he takes him. Hines takes all the players to like see the troops and support the troops and stuff, right? Oh yeah, no, he did that in. Uh, he did then the preseason. Yeah. Oh God, I just hate the West Pointization mm-hmm. of the NHL. Yeah. But whatever, I don't know. Hey, nobody. As long, if it what? Nobody loves the troops as much as I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's like it's just it's just a, it's just a military pissing contest. Sure. And like even they can't they can't it's like two teams are owned by them by those brats and I don't know. Regardless, but like I didn't, I I think this guy is this PR person is very much a uh, uh, he he's a PR guy for multiple NHL coaches. It's not just mm-hmm. him, but like he was just an asshole <laughs> to Craig. But like I it's I don't really buy into the whole um I don't really buy into the whole like I think first of all I don't like the ter- the people putting nuance into most valuable player where there isn't any. No. And this is, I guess, the first time I've heard it. Because, in... because the top scoring yeah. player and the best player in the league isn't on the, a playoff team. 
That's, a, well, that's I, no I, reason. At the, at the same time, the Oilers would be so fucking much worse without McDavid. Uh, absolutely, They'd yeah. be 40 points out of a playoff spot. So I think I think by that alone, he should be given some consideration, probably not mm-hmm. as much as play, players who've gotten playoff consideration. I'm not a big guy. Playoffs. Yeah, I'm not a big guy on, on hard cutoffs. You know? Yeah. Because it just... Yeah, no, it... it yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's like I just I just hated hearing that in baseball so much because like mm-hmm. the, I, it's because like Mike Trout's going to be well not this year apparently <laughs> perhaps not this year maybe but he's gotten screwed a couple of times before for not being on a playoff team when baseball's like well only three teams it, in baseball make the playoffs. <laughs> it's, well, it's nothing. It's it, it, nothing. It feels like it yeah. feels like that, but yeah, it they still have that. They've still had that debate. From like pedantic old shits like Bob Ryan and Flashkey <laughs> or all those, and like saying they got to make a play, and like no, well yeah, and like yeah, no, and now it's like ten teams, five in each league, so it's harder to justify that at the same time. It's like mm-hmm. uh, he's Trout should have just wanted almost every well, except for last year, she should have he had a case to him have him win it. Every season except for last year when he was hurt, and even then, if he weren't hurt, he would have been in consideration. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not big on. Well, I'm a. I'm a Red Wings fan, and of course, right. Steve Eiserman had a couple seasons where he probably could have won MVP, but uh-huh. he didn't because you know the best players in the world were uh, you know uh, Wayne Gretzky and Mario Lemieux at yes. the time, and so I'm all for having the best player in the league not win the the heart just so another team can get some something you know i feel i yeah. feel yeah i i i just don't i just think this is just like a pedantic oh it's bad and i hate i hate hearing it in, in any sport yep. yeah it's just but i guess i guess in the nfl it does, these these individual awards well, don't get as much press you just give it to up the, the quarterback and whatever you're good give it to the quarterback occasionally well they have defensive and offensive mvps anyway so yeah. they're always two separate ones yeah what would it take for like a wide receiver to win mvp wide receivers are always the most under it's kind of like the most perpetually underappreciated position oh yeah position like certainly in the hall of fame there should be Far more than there were than there are now. Oh yeah, like they were debating Terrell Owens. And, no, no, he's he's what, he what's is the debate. Well, yeah, no, but like there was like debate over whether <clears throat> he should make it first. Like oh, on the first, I'm like, yes, of course you, of course you fucking put him in, buddy. I, I mean, like, I love early mid two thousands. Uh, uh, you know, NFL. It's it's my thing. <laughs> but oh, like, God, there yeah. were so many good wide receivers that time, man. So many. Oh God, yes, yeah, yeah no, it was, yeah, uh, Marvin Harrison, uh, yeah. Isaac Bruce. Yeah, no, they, 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 the, the, those those years were a blur for me because like the Giants were okay to terrible, uh-huh. and like the Patriots, that was the start of their uh, sh- the, the start of that league Ugh. shit storm for the league. Yeah. But like I don't, yeah, no, there were there were a lot, but Terrell Owens, I mean, he was the, he was definitely certainly the greatest one. I mean, like, Randy Moss probably could have won an MVP. He should have. He was that good. Yeah, no, yeah, no Randy Moss, yeah, definitely like, about, among the, certainly, yeah, no, he was the greatest one of that, uh, like you see, of the late 90s, yeah. Like, did, was he there when Randall Cunningham was, like, at the end of his career? Yes. 
Yeah, he was yes. catching passes. Him, Dante Culpepper, just all these just not dumb quarter these like not great quarterbacks. Yeah, just putting up monster numbers because Randy Moss can catch anything. <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah. and like Randall Cunningham was he was the quarterback of the '98 Vikings. Yeah. And that was that was fifteen and one, and he was at the very end of his career. Yeah, yeah, which is just such a weird. That's such a weird. It's like books have to be written about that year because, like, that's oh yeah, that was bananas. Yeah, I was taught like the, the my previous guest is from is like in Minnesota. Oh, solid. He was saying how like and how like you know uh, there was just somebody who was on the bus who was randomly cursing about uh, Anderson. The field goal kicker. <laughs> <laughs> Morton Anderson, man. Yes. Oh, man. He played for Michigan State University, my alma mater. I did not. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I didn't know you. I'm not much of a college football person. But... I know, yeah. It's all, all yeah. I know is, like, occasionally an MSU guy will come up in conversation, and I have to say it. So whenever yeah. anyone no, brings up uh, Julian that. Peterson, I have to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, man. TJ yeah, Beckett. no. I can't. I can't. I went to a D three school, so oh, solid, I don't yeah. have as much. Yeah, no, I don't really have it. I think there was one a guy on who was the center. That's a big for deal. Our football team, but who was who was on the draft board? Yeah, but like, yeah, he, of course he didn't get drafted. But it was pretty cool to for him to you know get any consideration at all. Yeah. Meanwhile, Michigan State's had uh, the last seventy whatever years had a player drafted, and it seemed like this year might have been the year where they didn't. Uh, but Brian mm-hmm. Allen went in the fourth or fifth round. Center. Oh, wow. Yep, a center. Nice. Went, yeah. Good job. Yeah. Good job. Congratulations. Thanks. The yep. streak is alive. I, I, Yeah, no, I watched the <clears> – <throat> I don't know. I was just really watching the first round to see where Zach Ro- or Rosen would get – would go down. Oh, yeah. So, but, yeah, no, I thought I felt there was, like, some shitty questions asked of him. I was like – I liked how I think like when Tony Kornheiser was mm-hmm. saying like no this is like blatant anti-Semitism I'm like of course it is it's because yeah. it's the same reason as to as he put it you know black quarterbacks get like the motivation problem and uh, the example They're I athletic. use is Jadavian Clowney that he lacked motor he's a like, freak he's, late. he's a he's yeah a, no he's a freak yeah, of nature they, he's intrinsically a good a good player but yeah, he's not a but they were yeah. Basically saying he lacked motivation. He's a lazy, you know what? Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, of course, of course, those those questions were pro- almost probably unwittingly. Oh yeah, but definitely not <clears throat> acceptable. It's like these scouts. I I don't even know these scouts, but they all seem like they're cut from the good old boy mold. Oh yeah, it's it's bad, and and hockey has a problem with that too. Oh yeah, I mean definitely. look at uh, uh, Red Wings prospect. Giovanni Smith. Mm. He uh he flipped off the bench uh after uh uh the Sault Ste. Marie Greyhounds bench. He plays for Kitchener. Uh mm-hmm. he flipped off the bench and like they went ballistic or something like that and he got up <laughs> he got I think he got suspended or something like that, but like people are just using slurs, all that stuff. He's an oh, African American player. He's he is a shitster. Okay. He's a shitster. Oh yeah. Like, oh, I, I'm sure that the I'm sure that black players are getting that. Re- well, I mean, Subban gets that. Oh man, some sort of reputation for that, and he shouldn't. He's great. I mean, like, I mean, he kind of he is dramatic, but he's great. It's not. It's nothing to be annoyed about because it's it's entertaining. It's, oh, it's yeah. entertaining, and like, yeah, yeah no, it's there's like, players shouldn't shut up. There's nothing wrong with his personality. No, nothing. Of course not. He he knows how to market himself. 
which is yeah, I guess a little a bit. You know, it can be frustrating if you're in the room with him because he, you know, he knows how to he knows how to sell himself. <laughs> but oh yeah, he's he's such a great person in the community. He's funny. He's entertaining. He's the kind of guy that like you want to hang out as a fan, hang out with as a yeah. fan, which is like what this sport needs. Yeah, no, it's like him and Hall and Josh Ho saying like speak mm-hmm. their mind also and like they don't uh, yeah no hockey hockey uh hockey old boy types hate that and yeah hell everybody like everybody in hockey most people in hockey media hate that yeah <laughs> i hope this changes uh patrick line has said some really cool things about just oh yeah you know, line is line is another one he wants to be he wants to be better than ovechkin which is just an awesome thing to say oh hell yeah because we have so many like white bread milk toast guys that just oh, say nothing yeah. interesting at all. Yeah, no, that's why I like Hall. It's like he doesn't bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, has he gotten that boat license yet? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, did, I haven't heard. I haven't heard anything about that. On his Twitter account, he just he he uh, kept filling the boating exam. Oh, wanted, I didn't yeah. know that. Because he just wanted to drive his boat. Oh, I love it guy. so much. Prayers for Hall, Taylor Hall to pass his boating exam. <laughs> Sailor Hall. Sailor oh, Hall, love terrible. it. Oh, there you fuck. go. I I feel dirty just say, making that pun. I'm imagining <laughs> I'm imagining the Photoshop now, and he's like wearing a sailor. Oh suit hell yeah. yeah! Saluting, perfect. Yeah, no, troops. but yeah, yeah. I, I just you know it's yeah. I um I don't really get as much exposure to that in the NHL because. Of that's more of like a big Canadian media thing. Mm-hmm. Like you, get, if you see it in the NFL, you get a good. I'm sure it's a good idea of how it is mm-hmm. in the in the NHL media. So I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Like I are you as I don't know. Is hockey your favorite sport? It is. It is. I'm okay, a, I'm a huge NHL guy. I love following Same. it. Um, it's a big thing for me. Um, I also curl. I'm a curler okay. as well. Yes. Yeah, I'm not. I don't. I. <laughs> I don't. I, I think it's fun to watch when it's on the Olympics. Oh, it's a but blast. I have no idea. Yeah, no. It seems very fun. Oh yeah. Like just get get a sheet of ice and just go nuts. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's a blast. Yeah, but you know the NHL is the big thing that I follow, and oh, course, just kind yeah. of seeing all that. It's just like everything that the NHL does, and and you know sports is suffering i think you know sort of being an nhl fan is suffering and you know one of the, exactly one of the big Constant disrespect uh, one of the big um the big kind of rallying cries almost that's coming up is like i love hockey and i hate the nhl no you know? absolutely yeah uh, that's what i would say during all the work stoppages mm-hmm. it's like well, I, why can't there be a different league endless <laughs> video review um just you know yeah, video reviews are terrible. I hate. I just like yeah. it. Feels like a point. It feels like opening Pandora's box. Once you open it, you can't close it. You yes. can't get make it go away. I think there should always be. And nobody ever says this. It doesn't matter whatever whatever sport it is: hockey, football, baseball, whatever, basketball, whatever. Basketball really needs this mm-hmm. rule, and that it needs to be like these reviews need to be capped at like minute thirty, two minutes. I think baseball's yes. better about that because baseball's like baseball's very quick. They're getting big they on pace of play in general. It, it, yeah, and it's Finally. questionable. At, questionable as to whether any of these, you know, work. Yeah. Uh, the, well, the mound visit is like the first thing that's actually 
doing it that's actually making a noticeable effect mm-hmm. because like it's like it's there there there's the mound visits it's, it's like a little bit of like oh, about one and a half mound visits per game now yeah. or, or one and a half mound visits per team which is like yeah no which which is good but mm-hmm. like i get the feeling that manfred doesn't really care about that issue as so much as he can use it to like pass unrelated stupid rules <laughs> Yeah, but like I do think video review in any in any sport needs to be at two minutes, and then like if they can't come to a decision, they just they, they have to. Well, they make their decision the from what stands. they've seen after two minutes. Yeah, yeah no, it's like that. I I want to I want to really get into the NBA and the playoffs, but like every close game, every last one, there's like a five minute review. Mm-hmm. Of it's it's just it's annoying and like they're already there's already it's already slow in a close game there's always commercials oh yeah it it's like it's that's the one thing I just can't really get past that easily but it feels like it, the playoffs I've I've been like you know aware of who's in it and who's doing well and it just seems fun as hell although like it, it's kind of going back to the the, the beginning. The, the the result I was end result I was dreading, which was like Warriors versus like Cavs or Celtics. Uh, I wanted the Sixers. To, I I just want the Sixers to do well. Give it time. They'll they'll be they'll be fine. Give it time. Yeah. The problem yeah. with the NHL with video review is they don't tell you what the hell is going on. No, exactly. they don't. The the rest yeah. mics don't work half the time. Yeah, I hate that. And they don't. Well, they're really bad at explaining what's going on. You know, a casual fan going into a game, the one issue that they have is there's a stoppage in play. No one knows what's going on. Uh, no one yeah. knows why it stopped. They did that for the first, at least the first couple games in Vegas. They said offsides, Detroit. You know, right. And that's awesome. They need to do that for every every arena. Yeah, they should. Yeah. Because yeah, it's know. good to know, hand pass, whoever, you know, offside, uh, icing, whatever. There's right. no stoppages yeah. where you so don't you hear it on, on the games. You, know, you hear it on TV. That's like the one advantage watching it on TV over watching it on uh, in person. Yeah, it's even that's it's even worse for video reviews because you don't even know what they're reviewing. It could be an oh, offside. Oh, yeah, no, they it don't say it. Like, well, you know, they it say be... like they're ch- – they're ch- well, they, they say it like – exactly, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I don't know. It's just I I think that they need to be clearer and they need to be shorter. And I think like the if you can't get rid of it entirely, then just you know make it shorter. To I think that'll eliminate a lot of like the nitpicking and all that other crap. Yeah, and it's such a game of of speed and 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 flow and everything's happening so fast that mm-hmm. really whether or not a guy's skate is above the line and a little bit across, it doesn't. It shouldn't matter. You know, ahead uh, of the puck. Yeah, no, it, it's it's dumb. It's like I think a lot the offside was an overcorrect. The offside challenge in general was an overcorrection. Yeah, I like the uh, of... the no slow mo rule that that some people. Oh, are oh yeah. You can't watch in slow motion. You can only see it, you know, as it happens and kind of. That's say, a good. Oh, he was that's a good idea offside. too. Yeah, that's a good idea too for yeah. I think everything. Just about I except maybe goaltender interference. Yeah, because you got to see whether or not they're being pushed into the goaltender by their own player or whatever, or if the goaltender had time to reset or what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, no, that I I think that's also a good idea. And another thing that you don't hear that uh, you don't hear talked about. Yeah, it's like if it just feels so obvious. 
and but you know they're not the this media isn't into pointing out the obvious. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's the way it is. Anyway, I don't really have much else to say. So I can. It's about. I think we're reaching a good amount of time. Yeah. So, uh, do you have anything to plug? I don't know what. Um, you... check me out on Twitter at How Intensive, all one word. I talk a little bit about sports, mostly about just stupid stuff. Don't we all talk um, about stupid stuff? Yep. Uh, check out uh, The Price Is Right on TV. That's a good show. Hell yeah. And uh, that's yeah, that's it. it. All right. Well, um, that's my. That's all the. That's all we're going to talk about today. I'm sure I'll keep trying to find guests and uh, <laughs> enjoy. Uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. Subscribe on iTunes. Yes. Uh, rate it and give it a review. You know, uh, it helps. I guess. Yeah. And if uh, if you at home have a right. podcast and want me on, uh, uh, reach out to me. <laughs> yeah. No. I'll come yeah. On it your was podcast pretty cool. Pretty cool. This anything. was very informative, even though I had no idea who you were. But you know. Very nice. Well, anyway. most people don't. Anyway, well, they will. They hopefully will now. So anyway, uh, see everybody. See ya.